0: Hello and welcome to The God is Like a Podcast, where we explore God's fingerprint in everything that surrounds us, in both the obvious and the not so obvious. My name is Chris Stanley, and I'll be here exploring with you. All right, explorers, welcome back to The God is Like a Podcast. Today I want to talk about weapons of war. And this is a part of the God is like a rocket launch series. And the first thing that NASA had to do, if you think back to the other episodes, we've been talking about how JFK issued the challenge and, and how it was this mountainous challenge. And he acknowledged the big feat it was. Well, the first big feat that they had to accomplish was getting off the earth. They had to escape orbit. And at the time... America's fastest vehicle was an aircraft that was called an X-15. Now this aircraft could go 4,520 miles an hour and surely surely that would be fast enough to get out of orbit, right? <laughs> not even close, not by a long shot. The speed needed to leave orbit is called escape velocity and it's around 25 Miles per hour. So, you know, we feel like we're going fast at 100 miles an hour. 25,000 miles an hour is what's needed to escape uh, the Earth's orbit. And so NASA had to figure out how to go five times faster than they had ever traveled. And could they strap a human being onto something that could go that fast? Well, their only logical conclusion of how they could go that fast was with a missile. Okay, we'll use a missile, a bomb. Let's just go ahead and grab these weapons of war that we already have and strap people to it. So the first uh, rockets were the Redstone rockets used in the early Mercury missions. They had 78,000 pounds of thrust. And it still wasn't fast enough to leave orbit. And they kept having to try different weapons of war to be able to find one that would go... And push them fast enough to escape the orbit. Now in Acts, God chooses to use a weapon of war as well. To accomplish his crazy mission that we've been talking about. And here's the verse. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off both men and women. And put them in prison. So this guy named Saul is inciting the government, the religious leaders of the time to imprison and hurt the church, the Christians. And, um, but he didn't stop there. He didn't just stop in Jerusalem after killing Stephen. He, he, he started traveling around to other cities to find more Christians to persecute. He wasn't satisfied with those in his backyard. So Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem, Acts 9, 1 through 2. Now, as Saul is going to do this terrible mission, this act of war against Jesus in the church, we know about the road to Damascus. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, who you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city and you'll be told what you must do. Acts 9, 3, through six, and God goes ahead and restores uh, Saul's eyesight and calls him Paul. He becomes one of the most powerful people in the New Testament, most influential, wrote more of the New Testament than anybody else. And so, to me, God, just like NASA, used one of the most dangerous weapons of war as a chosen instrument to help accomplish the mission of reaching the world with the gospel. So I don't know what your past um, has. I don't know what kind of weapons of war you've been used for in the past, what kind of evil or bad things have happened, but just know that God can use you too. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you've enjoyed it, I'd be honored if you left a review on iTunes. And if you're interested in more devotions, head over to GodIsLikeA.com. We have a free 30-day devotional there for you. You can also check out all the other devotional books that we have as well. Things like God is Like a Geyser, Rocket Launch, Virus, and even Video Game. Until next time, just remember that devotions should never be boring.